Everyone on the East Coast, good morning on the West Coast, and a great day to you wherever and whenever you may be listening. My name is Jason Dias, broadcasting live from the studio of EloquenceOnline.net in beautiful New Braunfels, Texas, Republic thereof. This is the Power Performance Podcast, the show that asks the question, if your brand were a band, would you Leave the audience wanting more. We're doing a throwback live show today. What you are listening to is happening live, and anything can happen, good and bad, when you're doing a live performance. And so this is our Bank Like a Champion Today episode with retail banking coach John Wilkening. But when I thought about the live show, I said, you know what? I'm going to talk to somebody that puts on a live performance almost every single weekend. He is the former banking CEO. He was the president of Free. 60 Federal Credit Union when I met him back before LinkedIn and Instagram back in the day. His name is Bob Aresti. Hey, Bob, welcome to the show. Hey, Jason. Thank you so much for having me <laughs> oh, on the show again. Oh, yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited. <laughs> now, I've got to ask you, you've been retired for, for a few years, but you spent a long time in credit unions, didn't you? Yes, I did. I spent uh, 44 years in banking altogether, Ooh. and uh, 32 of them were in credit unions. Um, so it, you, it was, that, that's end, a long time. Yeah. Yeah, that is a long time, and that's why toward the end of 2017, I knew it was uh, time for me to to step down, and um, I wanted to spend some more time with the grandchildren. Wanted to devote more time to music. And uh, actually, strangely enough, I always wanted to do uh, income tax preparation. So hmm. that was kind of on my menu of things to do. <laughs> I did not know that. I've, I've got a whole uh, bag full of doctored receipts that I'm going to send to you right after the show. So you <laughs> right, get, uh, right. get... <laughs> All right. Now, you mentioned you mentioned music. You mentioned music, and I do want to talk about that. And uh, yep. in your retirement, and even when you were not retired, you've been playing music all your life. I said during COVID-19 that there is a glaring hole in the American culture when live musical and dramatic performances aren't taking place every week. You know, you go out across towns all across this great country of ours, whether it's a restaurant or a farmer's market or, or a, a winery or something like that, nothing adds to the ambiance of those it, those experiences like live music, and you've been doing that for a long time. Tell us about that. Yeah. Um, started out playing a, a real long time ago. I won't, I won't mention at what age, but played in a variety of different bands. And um, in 2019, just finished up a seven-year run with a, a kind of a cross-rock country band and decided to uh, start a trio because clubs seemed to be going a little bit smaller at that time for, for smaller bands because of finances and that type of thing. So we started to get together the band called Triple Play in, at the end of 2019. And then, of course, the pandemic hit. And in 2020, um, we, the band only did three gigs. And mm. um, I, had playing, I had been playing every weekend for at least the last two or three years on a consistent basis. And boy, was there an empty hole there. It, it was yeah. terrible. And with all my friends uh, that are musicians, we would communicate via Facebook and other means. And it was just an, a horrible time. And it actually got to the point after a couple of months where I kind of even stopped practicing 
because I felt like there was really nothing to practice for, nothing to rehearse for. Um, but wow. I started to work in my home studio a little bit, and I recorded some covers because uh, I enjoyed doing that, playing all the different parts, singing all the different parts. And that kind of kept me busy. And thankfully, that started to get my appetite going and um, started talking with the guys in the band. And we started to plan as far ahead as we could in terms of what kind of songs we would do and what set lists we would put together once this thing was finally over. Well, and I'm so glad that it is because, like I said, there's just, you know, you go anywhere. You can go anywhere here in New Braunfels, Texas, Republic thereof tonight. You'll find gig bands playing uh, all over town, and I think that's, I think that's just great. When you, you mentioned you spent over 40 years in banking, and of course the, yep. the name of this show, The Power Performance, it's the metaphor. When we did – we've been on the air for 12 years, over 700 episodes, but for the first five or six years, we did a live show. And you know better than anybody else the difference between sitting down and pre-recording something in the studio and doing it live. When that countdown happened today, and I saw that on-air red light go on, and I'm wondering if these clicks I'm hearing are just on the blog talk end or going to be on the show, because you can't undo what's happening live. It's a completely different experience when you're performing live. But in some ways, in some ways, Bob, I find it more rewarding to take the risk and operate without a net. What about you? Absolutely. That's, that's true. Um, you know, when we're playing live, I'm getting ready for a couple of gigs, uh, one today and one tomorrow. Uh, when playing live with the guys, uh, it's just you feed off of each other. You can feed off of the audience. And, yes, yeah, some things happen, but you know each other well enough. And, uh, you know, the same thing as we always talked about in credit unions, you count on one another and you know that you have each other's back and everybody's doing their own job so that ultimately the performance is going to be there and uh, be what, what you want it to be. So it, that, yeah. it, that's 100 percent true. Well, the the speaking of live performances, yeah, I, you know, I did. I, I've never been in a, in a touring band or a gig band of any kind, but at the, at the latter part of my professional speaking career, I added two live musicians to my keynote performance, yeah. and we put on a just a burn-down-the-house um, concert. It was a spoken performance by me. I was always very good on my own, but when you add two live musicians, <laughs> it just changed the entire dynamic, and the other speakers simply – couldn't keep up with us. And I can just remember uh, playing an event in Albuquerque and there were, it was an all employee credit union, huge credit union in Albuquerque. And there were over 1200 people in the audience. And you just, you feed off that energy. Our, our, we, all three of us just elevated our game that day. And that's just something that you don't always feel when you're in the studio pre-recording things. There's just nothing like a live performance, is there? No, when you're in the studio, you're really more concerned about doing everything perfectly and because you can hear every single thing as you replay it over and over again. But when you're playing live, there's just a certain dynamic that, that makes it very exciting. And, you know, it, it doesn't matter if you're playing for 10 people or if you're playing for 1,000 people. It's, it's still the same thing. You're still interacting you're still depending on one another to, to put out the sound that you want. And it's very satisfying at the end of any given song. And, you know, you hear certain things happening, certain nuances in the songs that are a little different every time um, that you just can't do in the studio. 
Yep. Can I ask you something real quick? This just, just, just jumped out at me as I was looking over at my beautiful new Martin electric acoustic guitar. It's just a technical question I've always wanted to ask somebody. But yep. when I listen to my favorite band, I know your favorite band is Chicago, and my favorite band yep. is Rush. When, when I listen to the Rush songs on iTunes versus live, I always feel like the live songs are a few beats faster per minute. Why is that? Why do the bands, when they play live, tend to play a little faster? Well, the bands that uh, like Rush that have big followings and have a large catalog of music, they, they want to keep it, the promoters want to keep it under a certain time limit. So I know this kind of sounds weird, but they speed the songs up a little bit so that they'll be able to play more of their hmm. hits for the audience. I'd never you know, do that. Just, <laughs> it, that. You know, mo- most people won't won't even pick up on that. Um, but for example, you mentioned my favorite band, Chicago. Uh, a couple of years ago, to celebrate their 50th year, they did their entire second album, which is a double album live, and they did wow. it on a one-hour TV show. And if you go back and listen, they're playing those songs uh, relatively quickly. <laughs> <laughs> Well, listen, speaking of live performance, we're going to put you on hold as we go to uh, John up in South Bend, Indiana, for our Bank Like a Champion segment. And you're going to close out this show with a live performance, and we're looking forward to that. And what song are you going to be playing for us? Well, I have to do a song by Chicago. I'm going to do something off their very first album. It's called Beginnings. Nice, nice. I'm looking forward to that. So we're going to put you back on hold. Bob, thank you so much. Uh, we'll be right back to you after after a few minutes. Thank you so much. All right. Thanks, Jason. Uh, great job. Great job. Don't do that. time to go up to South Bend, Indiana. You know what time it is. And now it's time to learn how to bank like a champion today and every day with a retail banking coach from Notre Dame Federal Credit Union, John Wilkening. Hey, John, as ever, welcome back to the program. Hey, Jason, great to be here as always, my friend. Ah, It is so good to have you. Yeah, big day. Great to have you back, and I say have you back because I know Lake County has a special place in your heart. We got some big news about your Lake County branch, don't we? Oh, we sure do. We were uh, we were named uh, among the region's best uh, top credit union, and uh, you know we've been we opened up last July, so it's been 13 months. Uh, so to win this honor in year one and, and the second biggest county in the state of Indiana, uh, it's just phenomenal. And, and Jason, you you set me up perfectly. I got to tell you, uh, by the end of August, we will have over 100 million dollars in business closed in the first year. Wow, that is phenomenal. And that's just for the Lake County location? That is Lake County. Lake County is sitting today wow. at 25, $25 million in deposits. Um, 
And of course, you know the hunter. He was on the show. The commercial activity. I saw that. You know, yep. It's just over. <laughs> so with deposits and consumer loans and commercial, we were at 92 million coming into this month. Uh, and what an Holy honor! Holy cow! Uh, the Times newspaper to acknowledge us uh, yesterday on WJOB, which is the voice of the region. I did not hear the show. I can't wait to hear the replay. But one of the community leaders, uh, D- uh, Tom Daberton, was talking about that the community banks were not meeting their responsibility. And in quote, what a void Notre Dame Federal Credit Union has filled. And yeah, my that heart is such that is just yeah. proud. Yeah. Well, I know you're proud. But I also know, John, that you work very, very hard, and recently you finally took some time off. I wanted to ask you about that. Did, did you feel like perhaps you were getting a little burnt out? Is it something that is, a, is an issue in banking with COVID-19 and everything that we've been through over the past few years? First of all, did you take a vacation because you really needed one? And is it something that people need to be aware of that, hey, every now and then you got to step away and take some time for yourself? Tell us about that. Well, you know, you you nailed it on the head. Um, it was the pandemic when, you know, and, and during the pandemic, we flourished unlike, you know, nobody else in the country. I believe that. Um, and so basically it was three years without a day off. And, you know, and during when we were working all remote, I thought it was very imperative to lead by example, lead from the front. And and my Shamrock Center, you know, my call center was doing so much work. They were all doing so much work. But my Shamrock Center, I made it a goal that I would be the first guy on the battlefield every day and the last guy off and that led to a lot of 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. work days and it, it just went on and, and we you know I we talked about it all being one long day um, I just knew from a family standpoint um, etc and and you, you know you could feel it internally that hey you know I probably have gone way too long with the uh, out stepping away from the game um, but yes I would say from I would say for 99 percent of America they need to be very cognizant they do need to unplug and we really need to learn to unplug and I'm, and Jason, I'm giving bad advice here because I don't follow it. You know, you've gotten emails from me in the middle of the night. Um, yes. But you really, you know, we do need to unplug. I mean, you know, really, when we go on a vacation, we need to leave the cell phone, the laptop, and all this stuff off and live in the moment. Because, you know, back in the old days, you went out with your family and you had a dinner. And nobody could bother you. You came home and played the answer machine. You say, "Boy, I missed that call," yeah. uh, and that was okay. It was a freedom. But now, you know, people can reach us no matter where we're at. And um, so it was really, you know, coming out of that pandemic where we went all in to say, okay, let's do a little bit of a restart and cut some broth. And I think everybody, especially in this business, you know, because if you don't have the disciplines, Jason, and you don't have the right mindset, burnout is a total um is a total factor. It could be under the wrong leadership style. And, you know, and as I told my team, uh, if you play the system and you stick to the disciplines, you're always going to succeed. So you'll never have that internal pressure where I think folks that, you know, they don't, they haven't really been trained. They have not been built with a solid foundation by their retail leader on what it takes to win in this business for 30 consecutive seasons. Nowadays we live longer, 40 consecutive seasons, uh, you know, take a deep breath, stick to your system and you won't feel that pressure. Sure, because that's the number one. You know, nobody knows, Jason. Nobody knows more than a retail banker, whether it's a branch manager, a CRO, a regional manager, what have you, or just somebody at the branch, you know, changing lives every day. What you know that week between Christmas and New Year, and you've had this record year, and you use wow, and and then you realize come January fourth when we all come back after the holidays in that range, 
none of it matters. It all starts over again. And that is right. where my that is where my one long day philosophy comes in. Don't worry about what month or what year it is, because if you just come into work for 480 minutes a day to better lives, you will avoid the burnout if you stick to the disciplines of your system. But you do have to unplug and step away. And when you do step away, unplug. No laptop, uh, no cell phone. And if, frankly, I did feel it after three years of just nonstop. And- well, as you know, I follow Notre Dame Federal Credit Union on your social media sites, and I got to say, you guys continue to just lead the way when it comes to supporting your local communities. There's not a day that goes by, I don't think, that you're not out there doing something. That is obviously just a huge part of y'all's DNA. Tell us about that. Well, you know, we call ourselves missionaries. You know, we and we you know, the mantra of changing life a day, everybody that listens to the Bank Like a Champion show, you know, they become full of that. But we wanna be we wanna marry our communities. We wanna we wanna fill voids and actually I was um I was with my uh, the fellow that leads our community activities today, my director, Matt Kaiser. He has no peer in the business, honest to God. And I was like, wow. And I'm holding it right here with financial literacy. And, and I'm not talking about going to golf outings. I mean, that, that's a day off. And, you know, the people that go to the chamber luncheons and the rotary luncheons, those, that, you know what, that's during the workday. That's a free lunch. I la- can I, Jason, can I, we're live, so let me be frank. I laugh when people are collecting their salary while they're volunteering uh, because that's truly not volunteering. I mean, that's what your work is asking you to do is to represent them. My team is out there on weekends. After hours, the stuff that they're doing, uh, short of teaching in the classes, which financial literacy is so instrumental when we're in the high schools or we're in the prisons teaching financial literacy, uh, that's the only volunteering we're doing during the workday. Our stuff is done on weekends and after hours. And Mr. Kaiser brought me a report today that shows me 56 events through the eight, uh, first eight months of the year by these people that are breaking records with their full-time jobs but are so in love with the community and the membership and the citizens that they're out there at 56 events in eight months. And I'm talking, these are, these are events that are lasting one or two days or certainly for four or five hours. You know, it could be out in the hot sun, uh, whatever it is. But they are. They're just, they're everywhere. You can't go anywhere yeah. at any event that Notre Dame's not at right now. I can absolutely tell that. Hey, his name is John Wilkening. He is our retail banking coach, and he wants to remind you to bank like a champion today and every day. He didn't forget his line. He never does. He never does. Oh, such a such a great guy. Hey, we're gonna take a quick break, and we're gonna come back, and we're gonna have Bob Aresti close out the show live. Every single day. All right. His name is Bob Aresti, and he's going to perform a song from Chicago's Take It Away When You're Ready. All right. Thank you. When I'm with you, it doesn't matter where we are. 
Yeah, that's all, folks. 